Hello and welcome to The Third Real Podcast, the show where we geek out over movies and TV shows. My name is Ryan and with me as always is Mike. Good creepy morning. Yes, and Dave. Hi everybody, why is it creepy? Yeah, well, you'll hear in a second. Okay, okay. Uh, so this week we are talking A Legend Retires, A Hunter Defanged, A Classic Reimagined, A Future Revealed, and A Fugitive Caught. How'd you like that? Is, is that, that mine? Fun? Yeah. Is that mine? I had time to do all that fun stuff while Mike was slowly coming to uh, reality, having just woken up a few minutes ago. Well, he was waiting yeah. for his coffee to be delivered. It took oh, yeah. way <laughs> too long. Overslept there a little bit. <clears throat> Mine's but, uh, nowhere right, near being pretty good now. Uh, so let's get right into yours there, Dave. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. what do you I, got like, for us? I like to cultivate Dave's Corner as like a cozy place. Some place, mm-hmm. you know, that's fun, welcoming. Oh, sure. Good feelings. Yeah. But lately it's not been that way. And of course I'm referring to the aspiring supervillain Ezra Miller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> turning more and more into reverse Flash every day. It. So I'm trying to give, I'm reading through this news about him. Of course, there's been a lot of news about Ezra Miller. Um, the One of the highlights right now is that um, uh, the 18-year-old uh, uh, girl has been returned to her parents, to the custody of her parents. Um, he is back, Ezra Miller is back, uh, sorry, they are back in their um, uh, home in Vermont. They have a farm there. Uh, okay. So, wait, acres. so so wasn't uh, wasn't Ezra on the run with a uh, eighteen year old? Yes. Well, I, I don't know if it was on the run so much as unable to be located, and I just maybe they like didn't, on the know, run. didn't know where to look. But he has this Sounds massive like the farm where he is now, or so where they are now, um, and uh, that eighteen year old has been returned to her parents. Okay. To their That's, custody. That seems that seems almost as bad as. The eighteen-year-old is missing, and we don't know where she is missing with Ezra Miller. Miller, yeah, because like she's eighteen, her parents shouldn't have custody of her. So, because um, I, I think it has to do with the the tribe that they're a part of. The the laws of their tribe dictate that the parents can still have that control over them. I think up until twenty-one. Oh, got it. Okay, um, that makes okay. So that's that why they were able then. to make this legal call. <clears throat> yep. Got it. Um, also, also, they were trying to make a case that you know she was groomed since twelve, absolutely uh, with drugs yes. and stuff, and it's like that. Given this, massive dose of LSD, situation is not good for her now. So even uh, if she was like eighteen as an adult, they could still make a case to have her removed from that. Yeah. yeah. No, my like, point was more out of the fire and into the pot. Not yeah. right. You know, the saying's normally the other way. From out so of the pot into the fire, I mean, but, she's got. So post, what did they, She does have posts on Instagram where she's. She seems to be very concerned about the treatment by her parents. So I'm, yeah, as you say, I don't know if she's yeah. in a better situation. Um, I mean, she's not in a worse situation. Oh, right. That's that's that is absolutely heard. the hope. Um, so there's some shenanigans <clears throat> happening at his farm, though. Right? At his farm, yeah. So um, I was picturing this whole scenario. You know, the exact is thinking. Finally, some of this is settling. <laughs> What, there like the Warner Brothers executive? The Warner uh, Brothers executive, because we called in the meeting after meeting. Like, like, okay, good news. We've delayed this Flash movie so much, we just need to put it out there. Good news. Uh, Steel Eyes is back with her family. Or, sorry, Iron Eyes is back with her family. He's like, fantastic. What about um, the uh, the kid and his grandmother? Weren't they pressing charges? Oh, no, no, we're going to settle that out of court, too. Fantastic. So if he just stays, where is he now? He's back at his farm? Like, is he just going to hang low there? We can just keep him just, off the radar. This will be great. Right? Just keep him at the farm like, Yeah, that, the that'll year. be great. Fantastic. Um, except, no, 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 no exceptions. Just, let's just shut down the farm. Let's just black out the farm. He'll do a digital detox. That's it. So you remember the woman that we flew back from Hawaii with him? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. So <laughs> back when he was in his Hawaii um, origin story, I guess, you know, that seemed to be where all this started. Where all this started, um, yeah. Yelling at people, throwing, <clears throat> breaking into people's running rooms. Running into their... Threatening <laughs> things. Into their apartment. Being asked to leave a residence and throwing a chair um, yeah. at the homeowner. Um, so during that period, he also rescued um, uh, a woman and her two children, or sorry, three children, uh, okay. and uh, away from 
the the reports say uh, that the uh, her husband was abusive. It was an abusive relationship with the father. There are some legal documents pertaining to that that nothing yeah. ever really happened with. So it seems on the surface like like this is uh, a great thing. You know, he is being the sure. hero. Just save right. one. Get in there. Get out. <laughs> Ezra helped. Right. Yeah, sure. Ezra helped like a, a family <clears throat> in distress. Escape. Trying to get in. Great. So, now the father has surfaced and has spoken with Rolling Stones, uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Sorry, part of this though, it starts to feel like there's <laughs> not the Rolling Ro- Stones, not well, the band. They're not now. Not the uh, Rolling Stones they haven't band. Haven't taken yeah. over for like he Larry just sat David down with and Keith Richards to say, "Hey, man, let's <laughs> talk." <laughs> Wait, is he the drummer for the Rolling Stones? Is that tie into this? That's why this became news again. Holy shit! This how did, so, the, this how was did the, the how did the drummer for the Rolling Stones end up in Hawaii at the same time as Ezra Miller? And, so this is uh, wait a second. He doesn't have a wife and three young kids. Marketing strategy by Warner Brothers. They are also partnering with a Rolling Stones tour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, the father of uh, the three children has now come forward to the magazine, has expressed concerns uh, for the safety of his kids, that there's apparently a great deal of marijuana. Um, and yeah. it's it's very clear that this, so, this Vermont farm is also a, mar- a uh, unlicensed marijuana farm. So, yeah, I think you didn't say the fact that not only did Ezra <clears throat> help this family leave a bad situation, he's now keeping them at his farm. And right. this is the problem that the father has with things, which is that but there's But the mother uh, does guns. not have a problem with this. Uh, has anyone... I don't know if anyone's asked her. They have. I mean, she's... Okay. Well, I mean, there's guns and drugs there about are. the house. I so would understand these are two why different... you wouldn't want people in that house. Right. So, so part of this, though, is this is coming from different sources. One is the dad saying he's upset. He's concerned about the kids. Then from other sources, they're not specifying who, there are videos of stacks of guns and marijuana around kids. Never saying that they're around these kids. Just that right. they've been around kids. So yeah. And yeah. so, you know here's, what? We're not going to speculate. We're not right. TMZ or it's something. It's starting but... to feel like, oh, is there, could there be money here? I'm upset, too. Oh, um, yes, he this approached me one fix. time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, wor- I'm worried people are now just starting to right. if he go was after actually, him for things. Yeah, yeah, sure. if, he w- if this Could guy be. was actually concerned about his wife and kids, um, he-, he wouldn't be going to Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, let's not speculate about stuff like that um, because you, we don't even know what well, the situation because, was beforehand. Uh, because he would just have to go to, to the Vermont Child Protective Services. Yeah, he has. And he probably has. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. in, so maybe in, Vermont, also... in Vermont, it's illegal to have more weed than the twice the legal limit for adults. It is. So if he's growing marijuana on this farm... <laughs> And there's piles of it all over the place in these videos. Then, the, when the child yeah, but you know that it's not up, as simple as this, right? Like that's like so he's, he's a rich celebrity that can that happens all the time as well. That they pay their way off through yep. things. Very also, it happens all the time that child protective services doesn't do their job. It happens all the time that the police are useless. Sorry, that happens every time that the police are useless. It's um, pretty pretty normal at this point. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, uh, essentially at this point, it's come to the point where one week after week, there's something else, some other controversy. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if he's being the good guy in this scenario. He's done so much bad recently. It's still just more stink off of him, yeah. It's just that he's the bad guy again. I mean, it is, from what I've been able to determine, it is clear that he is having an illegal grow farm as you say maybe he's paid somebody off but he is not one of the licensed vermont growing dispensaries so I guess that part of it how much is, an is issue. he really how much is he really growing like does about he have 26 like plants, plants according to his partner who keeps posting about it on social media <laughs> the partner in the grow up <laughs> so, so 26 he's not really being good. he's not really hiding it very well if he's trying to no. hide it but if he's 26 plants <clears> on, <throat> on 100 acres for All personal right. well, use, you're allowed um, to. Look, let's uh, <laughs> so let's just, just go have, ahead. He just needs to have twenty other or so, ten other people. Say let's that. just go ahead and say that um, you know, for the sake of the Flash movie, which is what brings uh, three of us together every week. Yes. Uh, 
let that nothing else happens. Just that Ezra Miller yes. just keeps their nose clean. But also, for the sake of all of our sanities, can we just can Warner Brothers just drop Ezra Miller and drop this Flash movie and just fucking start from scratch? It's not like they can't bring Michael Keaton back. It's not like he's doing a whole bunch of other shit you can't find in his schedule a weekend to film a cameo. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's been getting pretty hot lately, you know, getting some new projects. We don't know what he's doing. But yes, I no, I desperately want Michael Keaton. That's, I mean, that's what we want. We we want to see we want to see Michael Keaton yeah. as Batman. We yeah. want to see the, the new Supergirl. Um, we're willing to take a form of the Flash to get there. Um, but yeah, it's not going to work with Ezra Miller anymore. Yes, exactly. Uh, now, you know, um, speaking of not working with... Uh, a certain people anymore. This is my really bad segue into John dun, Williams dun, dun, has dun, retired. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, so is he, the he only John one? Williams at sorry. Is he the only one? What do you mean? Um, retired. Sorry. Who? What? Sorry. When someone retires, <clears throat> there's only one person who retires. What are you doing? Uh, do you have more news about more people retiring? During the conversation that he had, that John Williams had with his announcement, he said, well, I hear oh, that Harrison yeah. Ford <laughs> okay. is retiring with yeah. this movie, so I will too. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, okay, you tripped, but- tripped me up a bit there. I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's, I was going to get there too. Okay. Yeah. That's a, when you like you were just blank like, like, what are you talking you about? I'm like, by, well, because wow. it was a quote he didn't and it's not the this. news item. Like, so, you know. Uh, sorry, who cares that Harrison Ford's retiring? He should have retired a long ass time ago. He should have retired before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's true that he should have retired a long time ago and then coming back for Force Awakens to be stabbed should have been his coming out of retirement and then re-retirement. Sorry, his days of Air Force One and action movies are long gone. Uh, now the, the composer John Williams retiring, this is... To me, in my opinion, far bigger news. He's 90 years old. He is the a legendary composer. He has, I think, the most Oscars of any person ever. Um, what? The, yeah, Google it while I'm talking then, uh, because I'm pretty sure. At the very least, he's had the most nominations than any other person. Um, he's uh, currently working on Indiana Jones 5, which, yes, leads into your thing about Harrison Ford, uh, which is, he's, his quote is, at the moment I'm working on Indy 5, uh, which Harrison Ford, who's a quite a bit younger than I am, um, I think has announced this will be his last film, so I thought if Harrison can do it, then perhaps I can also. Um, he says now, though, I don't want to be seen as categorically eliminating any activity. Um, I can't play tennis, but I'd like to be able to believe that one day I will, which I think is just his coy way of saying, just because I'm retired doesn't mean that you maybe won't hear from me again right uh if the right project comes along for whatever reason i'm like not if saying suddenly... there isn't a truck big enough i just haven't seen it yet so <laughs> like <laughs> more yeah more like i think if one day they need him to come out to skywalker ranch for a weekend to compose a new theme for baby yoda or something he would say yeah, yeah sure i'll do it uh yeah so that's i mean that's that's huge he was well he is you know, massive in the industry. Just alone to be working 90 years later and you're still working. Like, sorry, at 90, you're just, you're still working. Um, yeah. That's, right? that's crazy. Uh, so he's got five Academy Awards and 52 nominations. E.T. Uh, yeah, E.T., Star Wars, oh Jurassic God. Park, Jaws. Harry Potter, Jaws, um, and then everything else. Nope. <laughs> Superman. Yeah. Close Encounters. Nope. I believe you. I believe you. I realize I'm an idiot. I don't know how. I thought you were talking about Harrison Ford. I'm like, there's no fucking way no. Harrison Ford has the most. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, not oh, even. No. Not even Jesus, these big I'm so ac- dumb. Not even just big action movies. The Witches of Eastwick. The Accidental yeah. Tourist. Born on the 4th of July. Well, like, now how's this everywhere. How's yeah. this for sad? When I search for... Uh, who has the most Academy nominations? It's Meryl Streep. Sure. Oh, really? With with twenty one nominations and I forget how many wins. Mm. Not nearly enough. I think she has five, four, <clears throat> five. I don't remember. You know, maybe they're not counting some of the smaller technical ones that maybe account for his fifty two nominations. Um, you know, but so you know, John John Williams is. 
will forever be, I think, remembered as the greatest, you know, film composer ever. His, you know, we listed those movies, and the I think the one commonality between them is they are all very different scores. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, oh, The Witches of Eastwick. I wouldn't have thought the guy who did Star Wars did that. It's because he's such a versatile composer. Um, you know, you get people like uh, Danny Elfman. Um, you can tell his music from one to the next because it's the same. And if you're trying to make a movie with that attitude and tone, sure, go ahead. But when you want to make Harry Potter and you want to make it sound different than Star Wars, you get the same guy who did Star Wars, apparently. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, fine. Harrison Ford's also retiring. <laughs> when reached for comment, Harrison Ford said, <laughs> Sounds about right. But you know who's not retiring? Who's that? Kevin Smith. Oh, nope. I thought you were going to say Clint Eastwood. Because he's 90-something and he just did yeah. a movie. He He's 90-something and he just did a movie where he has a threesome. So... Uh. Wow. Uh, him uh, he also, also directed and because and wrote he it. directs now. And um, wrote it. <laughs> he wrote yeah, it. He directs and more it. than acting. These he was also days. heavily uh, involved in the casting for some reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to start getting he's a awkward. Good, he's a good director. He's made some yes. good movies. Yeah, he has. He's also made some weird ones. This one's called The the Mule. Mule? Okay. I can't remember. I that one's out already, isn't Mule. It? Oh, it's been out for yeah, a while. It was a, yeah. few day, a few years ago, yeah. Um, But he's he plays a grandfather who something happens i can't remember what and the fix is to drive drugs from oh yeah a drug mule somewhere to it somewhere. was a i think it was a money problem for his kid for his daughter or grandkids or something probably like a medical I, I, expense i remember it not i remember him not being connected um <clears throat> like yeah. like the 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 non sequitur between the problem that he was going to solve and the drug running, like they weren't related at all. And it was like, why that option type thing didn't make any sense. Like why, why did the guy decide to make him a drug mule to fix the problem rather than something that he could actually do well. (laughs) Anyway, it's an old movie that doesn't matter. Uh, But what were you, uh, let's get ourselves back on track. Funny enough, because I was talking about not retiring. Uh, you mentioned director, director also replies. You mentioned drugs, drugs also apply. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith. Um, uh, on a recent episode of fat man beyond with Mark Bernardin was talking about the new movie script he's working on. Okay. I mean, we know that he was writing a, uh, no, he did Clerks. What was it? Mall Rats, a Mall Rats he's, sequel, right? Yeah. So, but no, this is this is something new that he's starting. So this is um, he didn't go into a lot of details, just uh, about just his passion about this new project because he's not writing it for someone. It's just for him. Okay. So it's what is his. It? We don't know. He's just talking about. He's oh. like, you don't know what it's going to be. He's like, every day is a goddamn adventure. It's electric when you're discovering this thing, this story, and finding nuances and falling in love with it. it with it hardcore. Um, so I'm thinking the next chapter in not necessarily yoga hosers, but just something that he wants to write for himself. It's okay, not for a studio. Like, it's not It's not another uh, James Island Bob I'm expecting. Okay, but after... So so he's, he's he was on a bit of a horror run. Um, yeah. You know, and there was supposed to be more in that series. There was supposed to be Moose Jaws. Oh. Um, remember? There was supposed to be a Hell in a Handbag. Oh, like I don't remember he, horror, he, Yeah, he mentioned these things, and then Kilroy Was Here was a horror anthology that I think was right. supposed to top it off. So that one, but Kilroy Was Here is already done. Okay, so they, maybe they rejiggered some things, and maybe he hasn't actually started on Moose Jaws or Hell in a Handbag and has decided to abandon those, perhaps? It kind of sounds like it. it. sounds like this is something yeah. all new. Um, and I know, well, this is all new as well. Moose Jaws and Helena were not, were not based on anything. This was original stuff, so... I mean, think he's just Moose Jaws to those. is original as you want to make. Uh, it's it's calling it Jaws, like <laughs> sure. Um, but I mean, it could be something like that. Um, I was just excited to hear that he was working on something for himself. Like he he's still working on other projects. They've okay. confirmed there's another season of uh, Revelations coming, Masters of the yep. Universe. Uh, um, Sam and Twitch. He announced that a few weeks ago. That's right. right. That he was doing that show. 
Um, so I think that was the, cause he said he was just finishing uh, up a TV script. So that's probably what he was, uh, finishing those are the, the detectives from spawn. Yes. Sam and Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the, uh, yeah. 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 All right. Cool. I mean, look, I, I like Kevin Smith. He's, I want him to keep making movies. Uh, let's, I'm glad that he, uh, took some time from original stuff to like original low budget stuff to revisiting his, uh, older projects. Mm-hmm. Now I guess he's going to transition back to some original low budget stuff. Go yeah. for it. I mean, he probably However, doesn't have course, to do low budget. Okay, but if he's if he's making it for himself outside of studio systems, yeah, low true, budget, true. Right, like we've seen what that looks like already. We saw um, that walrus movie, Tusk. Yeah. We saw Yoga the, the Nazi sausage movie. Yeah. So we know we know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, we all, it's like when he writes something for himself out of the studio system. But I mean, I'm gonna hold out. Now, mind you, it's the tiniest amount. Like the absolute yes. tiniest amount that I can hold out hope okay. for that it's like the other movie he did without studio help, Clerks. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say um the one with the uh the religious nut people. Red State. That, he was... didn't, that was Red State. But no, Red no, State. I'm Clerks oh, okay. was the movie he did with no okay. with no studio mm-hmm. backing. That yeah. was where uh, he started. And that was a great movie and I feel like this All right, so more clerks, tarnished. less lo- yoga hosers. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't fine think there's a chance of that, though. He's got, he's got stuff that I love, and he's got stuff that I'm like, okay, it's weird, but I don't need to revisit it. But I'm happy that he just he's out there. He's out there showing us just express yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy well, yeah. for him to make whatever he yeah, wants. Same. Yeah. But I'll I can keep showing hate up it. for them. But I can, I can, yeah, hate I can still it think it's bad. And despise oh, the fact that a guy who made a movie and made many movies that I absolutely love has decided to stop making movies that make any sense and just make hot garbage. And I get it. <laughs> he's doing it for himself. But he's making hot garbage for himself. It's yeah. He could make well, good... We've, he's shown us that he can make great movies. Uh, sure. And he can make great movies for himself. He wasn't making Clerks for anybody else. He was making it it's for true. himself. Um, he clearly wasn't making that one jersey girl he clearly wasn't making that for anybody cop but himself out. and uh no cop out i think he was making for a studio that's how he they was. Got cop out was yeah. for a studio um, um all right well so he can clearly do it he's just choosing to be asinine and that's fine but it's asinine and i don't want to watch it yeah and it taints yeah. the rest of his work well we'll tell you what we think of it when it comes out and then you can not take our word for it because obviously we'll be uh we'll be like we'll it's be amazing i can um, i can i can watch what? the trailers and with listen way, to what you say about it and then do nothing with the way the world uh, has changed and market has changed like lately with his past few movies he's been touring them what yeah, he should be fun. doing like with that. the next one because in most shows you can buy alcohol so his shows should then come with a pairing that he recommends for cannabis. <laughs> he's yeah, like, true. for tonight's entertainment, you know, and that's available. He's partnership with um, a local retailer, right? He's like, I'm bringing in my strain. You can get it at this guy. Right. Yeah. Come get it exactly before the show. Do. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's what we did with uh, whatever his last Do- thing was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the reboot. Right. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's move on here. Uh, speaking of hot garbage, um, <laughs> did you hear that uh, got... Craven the Hunter is now Craven the Animal Lover? Wait, what? what? Yeah. So uh, Craven the Hunter is sort of the next up uh, Sony terrible idea when it comes to making standalone Spider-Man villains into movies. And in an interview with the actor that they have to play him, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who you'd recognize as he was Quicksilver in uh, Age oh, yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. He was in Godzilla as just a generic army man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said that um, he's an animal lover and a protector of the natural world. <laughs> Who? Uh, Craven is? I mean, Craven okay, is. so I see how that can work. I don't, because he is a character visually noted with his lion's head yes. that he wears as a vest. Right. What the fuck? So, that could have been, he may be a part of the natural world. He lives and hunts with a pack of lions. 
Okay. That mane was from a carcass or something that so he's he's fashioned that from things they've hunted together in the natural world cuz okay. a, a lion will hunt will will hunt for food, right? Sure. Um so he he gets hunting in in that connection to the natural world. He also hunts the poachers. So he hunts them the way they hunt the other animals. I very much hope that your take is exactly what they plan to do. <laughs> However, we have seen some be. behind-the-scenes footage of him running through New York in, like, a white dress shirt. And unless unless they're doing, uh, like, George of the Jungle or something, when Brendan Fraser comes to uh, America and has to pretend to be a normal person and not swing on vines... Okay, so then the next stage of that... This movie's going to be a trash fire. The next stage of that is that, like, maybe that's kind of how he grew up with the lions and connected to the world. Um, inherited some money. Like, maybe he was a bandit or something. Inherited some money, so then start to use that money to protect the natural world. But again, still uses this to fuel his hunt of the poachers. He'll periodically go back so to his... So this sounds good. I, I like your take. Yeah. This sounds like actually a way to turn it into a, uh, a an animal lover version of it. Cool. Um, they really just shouldn't make this movie at all because, I'm sorry, Craven doesn't really work without Spider-Man. No, much in the way I mean, that I feel Joker doesn't work without Batman. Because um, he he's going to want to hunt Spider-Man. That's the whole tie-in. Yeah, Craven Hunter, his whole thing exactly is that he wants to hunt the biggest game in the yeah. world. The superhero Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and, and that's his whole thing. And I, I love Craven the Hunter. I think he's a great villain for Spider-Man in uh, the comics and in the animated series. He's, I think, one of the best Spider-Man villains. He's like a on on Spider-Man's level in abilities. Yeah. Um, and to see them face off against each other has was always a delight in the comics. Uh, and so, you know, the very little interest I had in this movie... Uh, because there's no Spider-Man connection, it was dropped more when I learned he's animal lover, which, sure, we should all be animal lovers, but what is this movie They're even? delicious. Uh, but at the same time, Dave, I do like your take, and I really hope that's the way they're going. <laughs> but with Sony, who fucking knows? I mean, they can use, if they need a spider for him to chase, it's going to be Venom, right? Because they can't use Tom Holland. Or can they? Mm -hmm. Can they use Spider-Man imageries in a Sony's Spider-Man no. universe kind of movie? Im imagery, no. imagery, yes, but they they can't use him. Tom Holland, right? So they can't um, have them. They can't have him hunting a Spider-Man CGI going off screen. Uh, hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, without the hunt for Spider-Man, what are we doing with Craven? Yeah. Well, apparently, we're making him an, a vegan as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if he's going to be in, eating bean curds in the middle of a, a line pack. Trying to show them how to how to farm instead. I don't know. That's not going to work. We know that the, none of this lion pack thing that you're saying, which sounds great, is going to happen. <laughs> I, Come know, on. I know. We yeah. know that's not going to happen. We know they're going to set him in New York and have him, I don't know, run into Vulture and at the end of the movie and Morbius at the end of the movie and say, I think we should work together. Why? What for? What is even happening? And Craven God. says, it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. <laughs> And Jesus, the vulture la starts laughing his ass off, and the and and right, Morbius, Morbius is like, what are, all what are over you the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it says, "Stop Morbin everywhere." Um, Dave, was Kevin Smith involved with Green Hornet movie at all? Wasn't he involved in some way or comic book? Um, oh, he did. He definitely was involved with the comic book. Yes, he has a comic yeah. book series. Well, uh, uh, speaking of of Kevin Smith, sure. I guess is how I'm going to use uh, this segue to get into. Uh, there's more. There's Green Hornet stuff. There's uh, more Green Hornet. Um, oh, is Seth Rogen returning to the form, role? And it's not in Seth Rogen form. Oh. Um, it is. Oh, have you guys seen Chip and Dale yet? No. Seth Rogen voices uh, like a, a mid, like an early 2000s CGI dwarf. The quality is so low on purpose. <laughs> um, and all of these other voice actor characters he's done for Pixar and DreamWorks along the way appear in the movie and oh, all have man. a scene together like where they talk to each other like he <laughs> talks to Pumbaa which talks to this which talks to that like all of them it's hilarious like there's like five characters in the scene at once all voiced by Seth Rogen he did a, anyway. a cameo in uh, the latest boys episode oh did he yeah oh yeah that's right um he's uh he's that alien oh wait no I'm nope. thinking of Invincible yeah yeah that. no no right. and, and he's <laughs> He's basically on the other end of like a, a superhero cam girl. So all you <laughs> okay. see is like he's naked. <laughs> he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so no, he is not involved in. I mean, Green Hornet was not very good. It was uh, not. Be honest here. It was a different take. You know what? You have to take some stumbles before you learn how to run. Yeah, well, maybe we'll be uh, on our way into a good running into a good version of this as Lee Winnell, director of The Invisible Man that came out a few years ago. That was okay, an yeah, excellent yeah. take that on it. That was creepy as hell. I uh, liked it. Yeah, he has been hired to uh, direct a, a movie called The Green Hornet and Cato. Okay. That's the movie's title. Um, it's being written by, uh, what's his name? Uh, David Coep, who has written just, just, he's a classic writer. He's wrote things all the way from Jurassic Park to fucking, I can't remember a more modern movie that he's written, but he's written them. Anyway, so uh, yeah, this is, they're, they're, they're redoing Green Hornet and Cato, um, and they've got a bit of a visionary uh, director who has known, I suppose, so far, at least with one property, to take things in an interesting and unique new modern day direction. I think that there is something here like right like this was a 40s uh, movie series and then a 60s tv series uh where bruce lee played kato mm -hmm. get us a really good actual martial artist plus put him in kato's shoes don't make him a second rate character compared to the green hornet character make them a, a an equal pairing and i think you can make a really good movie so i was thinking for kato yeah um, you guys saw Peacemaker, right? Judo uh, Master. The TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Judo Master from... Uh... Sure. Okay. He was fun. And then John Hamm is uh, the Green Hornet. Oh, actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the easy pick, I think. Yeah. But they should change some things up. Like, Green Hornet shouldn't be a white guy. Um... And they can use that maybe as part of the costume. Like the costume of the Green Hornet is a white guy in a mask, but that's not who the secret identity is. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. He says he's a visionary guy. He'll figure something out. Um, right, exactly. And then Mike, Kate, any thoughts on uh, Green Hornet? Did you like that uh, movie that they I, made a few years ago? I thought it had great potential, but... I didn't I didn't fully love the casting. Right. Um while I love the the actors that they chose, I didn't like them in the roles. And that was unfortunate. It didn't it didn't seem serious yeah. enough. Um it the the writing seemed serious, but the acting didn't seem serious. It didn't match. Yeah, right? You got to go one way or the other. You either yeah. got to go mm -hmm. satire and comedy and have fun with it, but the actors need to be in on it. Or yep. you go like serious action thriller, and, and then it seemed the actors need to be in on that too. It seemed like for the mo it seemed like for the most part they had this serious, um, this serious movie, and yeah. then they hired a funny guy, or yeah. kind of two, to in the lead roles. I forget the name of the guy, but he's funny. He Jay does funny stuff too. Yeah, um, and didn't tell them that it was a serious movie, and so you've got this serious movie. With guys making weird jokes that don't make sense, and then they yeah. kind of like decided midway through to go with it, and then at the end they were back to being serious again. I don't know. I remember, I remember enjoying it, but thinking that it was a little, a little wishy washy and all over the place. So I, I have yeah. a feeling if I went back and rewatched it today, I may not agree with what I just said, and I may just not like <laughs> it <laughs> at all. There is yeah. potential that I that I would hate it if I watched it again. So you know what I'm not going to do. I'm not gonna watch it again you can't make me well have you uh played the video game star wars jedi fallen order either of you? um i, I, I played a little it. bit of it but not much there you go well you may recall that you get to play as an as a character cal kestis uh played by cameron monaghan yeah yeah who played the joker in that batman Gotham yeah. show. oh he's great he right? was in shameless mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there you go uh so he uh, has secretly signed on to a mysterious project with Disney. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh -huh. so he's joining the MCU, or he's joining? Uh, oh my God, are they making this as a live action? 
Yeah. How did I not get there first? My God, of course. (laughs) They have, I guess, in what they imagined they hoped for way back when, when they made Jedi Fallen Order and casted him and made the character look exactly like him, was that they can eventually bring him into the live-action Star Wars world. That's a great Uh, idea. So it looks like he has, um, he's signed on, he will be part of a Star Wars project. Um, there's no word to, there's no specification that the Star Wars project will be his own Disney right. Plus show, or if he's just showing up as who cares? Cal yeah, get him as the backdoor pilot. Another project. Yeah, um, I am his, super interested in this. All of a right? sudden, right? Those game that game took place in at, right after sort of Return of the Jedi. After, okay, or sorry, after Revenge of the Sith, when the Jedi have been defeated and destroyed, um, and the Empire is rising up. Oh, so uh, at the end so of the prequels. Yeah, so okay. you get to play in the game him as a little baby boy in Jedi training, and your master gets attacked by the clones, right? In Order sixty six. Oh, right, and so and then you go on to play him essentially being a Jedi in hiding. So this means he could be. Or this is around the time of Kenobi, I guess, the Kenobi show. So okay. I don't know if this means Kenobi season two. Oh, God! I, I hope mean that not. would be that would be a good place for him to kind of pop his head in right to see if there's sure. any no any no it wouldn't form. it would not be a good it would <laughs> well, not you know, be a okay, good hold point for him to pop I'm his sure, head in i'm sure we'll get to that at, shortly <laughs> or do you guys want to it would be a horrendous now? place because it means i have to sit through a whole another goddamn season of that piece of shit show how does the company that brings you miss marvel also bring you <laughs> i know i mean kenobi. Oh, I, kenobi. such a disaster i did that not show have was. the hate on for that show that you guys did for did you watch it? Ken- did I did. I watched watch Kenobi. It? I thought it was... The, the dialogue the, was garbage. I mean, the effects okay. were terrible. The story was nonsense. It would, it replayed the same storyline three episodes straight. Yeah. Arrive at a planet. Try to get off it. Arrive at a planet. Try to get off it. Arrive at a planet. Like, what the fuck? Tell a cohesive story, for God's sake. I liked the journey of Vader and... Um, of Vader and Kenobi. That was like okay. their resolution and their feelings. Like, I mean, Grant, you, you covered it that they we get the line to justify why Obi-Wan Kenobi lies to Luke when he meets him. He's like, no, Death, right. Darth Vader killed your father. Like, because technically yeah. that's what he told me. My hands yep. are tied. Um, it also God, made it me so want to see the adventures of young Princess Leia. I want that series. I want to see more of her. Why? She's She'll great. just outrun anybody that tries to chase Which her. Is, I know, two, right? With her tiny little with human her tiny legs. tiny little human legs. Little but skimpy I mean, legs. Meanwhile, you got these giant fucking normal-sized humans chasing her through a forest. Oh, I can't get her. So so think of where we left things like at the end of Kenobi. So what we know okay. of Leia and what we know of Luke. And then we yeah. go to the start of A New Hope and what we know of Leia and what we know of Luke. So Leia has been honing herself that entire time, right? Okay. Turning herself into a rebel leader. Luke has been working on a farm. I have yes. a complete, like, at the start of that movie, oh, Luke is this aspiring hero. Luke's a doofus that just gets pulled yeah. into this thing that Leia yeah. has been, this is Loki all over again because Leia has been working for this the entire sure. time and then Loki shows up at the end to ride the trip to the end of the time. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Right? <laughs> so, uh, you're, so you're saying there's some kind of... Uh... Teenage Leia, teenage Luke I think, story adventures. I don't, I don't know about Luke. Do. I'm more interested in Leia. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah, I would she's an interesting that. character. Yeah. I want to see her grow into this rebel leader. Mm-hmm. She built, sure. I mean, she probably starts and uh, cohe- like makes a cohesion for the resistance so that they can start fighting together. That's the story all I, I want to see. All Either I way, know I, is yeah. Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi was a is terrible the worst. Show. The yeah. worst. The of choreography all. of the like, fight scenes. Was you got to remember. You got to remember. I've seen the prequel three movies. Yeah. <laughs> I've dealt with Jar Jar Binks, and Kenobi was the it's worst worse. Star Wars thing that has ever existed. It, it, it's sad, but it's true. I've read a bunch of the different fan fiction about <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> and like. The Kenobi show is worse. I have read some of the fan fiction that you read it and like halfway through the guy hit puberty. So all of a sudden it's not fan fiction. It's now fan erotica. And I think I would rather see that turned into a TV show than watch the second season of Kenobi. Well, that lead in my next story is about... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Kenobi was disaster. It had so much potential and they failed it. Um, 
And that, here's the thing, though. Here's yeah. the thing, Ryan. I disagree with that statement. I don't think that there was any. I don't think. I think that's why I'm so glad. Uh, Takiti, what? Damn it, Takiti. Yeah. You. I am so glad that he is doing Star Wars because it will yeah. have nothing to do with what we already have, mm-hmm. which yep. is the point. You you can't keep trying to fill in the gaps because we know what happens next. So you have this Kenobi show that is supposed to... Yeah, there's there's a fight between Kenobi and Vader, and it's like, oh, well... Oh, no, who's going to win? They, they both survive, so yeah, this fight means nothing. Um, like, um, this should have okay, been one so of the I coolest... Gotta, I got to disagree with you because I, you were right from the beginning. You were against the show anyway when I brought up, I think, on the show, the idea, oh, they're bringing Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back. You're like, why? Don't no, no, I, I. Um, yeah, why are. are they bringing Hayden Hayden Christensen back? I was cool with Kenobi. I was cool with Ian McGregor coming back and playing. No, nah, you were again. like, he's not a great actor. It's dumb. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think you that can was... still tell a story where you still know how it's going to end, where you know that both people can't die, um, and you can still tell a good, interesting, tense story because it's about the journey of this individual story you're trying to tell. Um, you know, but. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, they that's what I mean by potential. It had potential because uh, who doesn't want to see Ken- what Kenobi and Vader get up to immediately pretty much following uh, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Everyone does. And the fact that it made had so many viewers means lots of people did. Uh, but, you know, then they made a bad show. So what are you going to do? Made a horrendous Hopefully not show. make a season two. Um, and I really just hope we get uh, Cameron Monaghan's Cal Kestis as his own show, standalone. He's an interesting character, um, an interesting Jedi, and I think uh, he would make for a good show. And now we have the potential for a new Mace Windu type character in this universe. One who has oh. tasted the dark side and the light side. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, where's our gray Jedi stuff? Well, yeah. why haven't we explored that? I, I'm hoping that's where Ahsoka is going to go with that TV series. Um, so that's... But I'm sure that series is going to be more filling the gaps because of how Ezra Bridger at the end of Clone Wars disappears after Thrawn. You know that Ahsoka is probably going to have to go deal with that. And it's like, let's just get something fresh here, but fine. Yeah, let's explore some new territory. We, yeah, we don't need the, to follow the Skywalkers anymore. Yeah. I am so happy that that's what, I think that's what's going to happen. Right, with Taika Waititi. Did you guys see that logo for the movie, for his movie? It looks no. great. It looks very um, uh, Monty Python-like. The Star Wars <laughs> lo- It's just Star okay. Wars. It's just Star Wars, and it's made oh, out yeah, of yeah, rock, yeah. and it's animated. But the colors and the lines themselves remind me of the animated stuff you'd get from uh, Monty Python animated moments. So that looks cool. I have been, um, I have been watching as little... I've been trying to learn as little about his Star Wars as possible, just because sure. I already know I'm going to go see it. Right. So I want to go in as blind as possible. Well, we'll be seeing his next Marvel project soon enough. Thor Ooh. four comes out. Thor comes out in like four, three weeks, two weeks. Really? Oh God, two weeks. That soon, yeah. eh? Mm-hmm. Friday Ooh. after next. In an interview, Kevin Feige uh, was asked about phase four which we are still currently sitting mm-hmm. in with uh, marvel and the mcu and sort of you know where's it all going uh, you know by the end of phase one did we even have a tease of thanos no we didn't so people are just impatient um, at the end of phase one we did did we yeah what that was um uh i oh, mean you know what avengers that, avengers avengers was the top top, top off of yeah. phase one and it was essentially thanos who sent loki to earth yeah to get a stone yeah and we right. had each of the um at the end of there was like some site i remember one of the movies they had just a side profile of thanos yeah so they are uh okay so his quote is i think there have been many Toodaloo, motherfuckers already what i said toodaloo motherfuckers yeah sure right he just leaves <laughs> on a scooter and says we're stopping the mcu thor 4 is the last <laughs> mcu movie ever movie ever and he just fingered fucking that's right it flips everyone off he says i think there have been many clues already uh that there are at least they're apparent to me of where this whole saga is going but we'll be a little more direct about that in the coming months mm. Mm. Uh, to set a plan so audiences who want to see the bigger picture can see a tiny 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 three tinies bit more of the roadmap 
So um, he said this uh, this week. Uh, Thor is coming out in two weeks. So I don't know what else we're supposed to get this year and where we're going. There's a Black Panther coming out by like November. Okay. So, uh, and, and Phase 4 is not done yet. Next year, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We've got right. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We've got The Marvels, which we'll see the return of Miss Marvel. Excited. Uh, we've got... Don't then, we also course, have a holiday special? The fa- Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a holiday special. Um, we've also got... You don't the know. Fantastic they could put Four. stuff in there. Yeah. We've also got She-Hulk. We've got right. Secret Invasion, Ironheart, and Armor Wars. These are all Phase 4 things. Essentially, Phase 4 is as big as the MCU has been so far. Uh, why? Like, wow. Why don't they break it up a bit? I mean, because they're ex- they don't need to. <laughs> they're putting yeah, out not. four movies a year and four TV shows a year. So, in the time line, it's as long in human years as Phase 1 is. <laughs> There's just more content in it, is all. I mean, to me, when I look at the MCU so far, I can see, I feel like I see multiple story threads. Uh, you know, with things like Black Widow um, and the arm, the idea that there's going to be an Armor Wars thing, I feel like there's this sort of grounded, um, old school contingent of sort of uh, physical, physicality, less magic, you know? Because then you've also got the magic mm-hmm. people with Doctor Strange and Shang-Chi. Um, and then I guess Thor... I don't know if Black Panther with his armor fits into maybe the armor storylines. You've got the Marvel Yeah, that would probably tie into the Armor Wars. The secret invasions. Like to, and then you've got Loki with Kang and uh, Ant-Man with Kang. Like it, it, to me, it looks like there's three or four story threads. But maybe what we don't Could... see is what Kevin Feige knows, that all of these actually come back to one point. Uh, which is... I, I was thinking Secret Wars. Yeah, it's probably secret. Oh, that would be it's good. Yeah. At the end, well, are they going to are they going to do Secret Wars right though? Well, yeah, they, I I don't know. I mean, so far can they've they? done everything right. Like, yeah, I know, but can they do Secret Wars right? Like, that's a different animal altogether. Yeah, we're gonna have someone show up at the end of Fantastic Four as end credits scene and be like, "I'm the Beyonder. Everyone, come with me." And he's gonna have like um, uh, uh, Chris Evans' Human Torch behind him. He's gonna have. Both Chris Evans, Captain America again. behind him. America, Evans, Captain America right next to him. We're going to have um, Wesley Snipes' blade standing next to Marshall Ali's blade. And it's going to be nonsense, but also the greatest moment of all time. Finally doing, pulling off the stunt that the CW did years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Catch up, Marvel. Come on. Right? All the Superman <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. But you're right, Dave. It probably all hangs on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It, you know what? It's not. It's going to be like a a post credit scene. Uh, Rocket's sure. going to come on the st- on the screen and say something about um, this guy here. He wants to take us somewhere beyond. What does that mean? And then credits. <clears throat> God, that's so horrible. <laughs> anyway, such a tease. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? That's the MCU for you, right? Teases upon teases. They just want to. They need to stretch this out. They it need keeps you to me continue interested. to watch for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, that is the plan. I mean, they and can so start. Keep going. They can start if they wanted. I'm not. Oh, I shouldn't give them ideas. But Disney could have a Marvel streaming service, a Star Wars streaming service, and then Disney streaming service. Jesus with Christ. excluding those other two and have the other, all three paid for. Oh, they could do that and people would pay. I would yes, pay, fuck me. people would. And I would pirate it because yeah. that would be the only acceptable response to that fucking nonsense. Yeah. At the same time, uh, the only reason D plus has done so well is because it has all of that. It, it has, has everything two, on yeah, it, right? Yeah. So, so um, speaking of teases and all that other stuff that we just talked about, I, I had a great I sent there, you that picture did. by mistake, I said. George R. R. Martin oh. said that he had something to tease. Um, and the internet, the being the horrendous, horrible place it is, um, said that he had news on uh, the Winds of Winter. Um, 
and I, I, I bought it hook, line, and sinker, and I was like, oh fuck, it's finally gonna happen. Uh, there's a Jon Snow uh, show coming out. It takes place immediately yeah. after um, the the current show or the show that was just over. So we we're going to watch him head to the wall and head north and do something. I don't understand what he's going to do, but uh, they're making a show. It's the fourth show that's been greenlit. Um, there's also The Hedge Knight, The Sea Snake, and 10,000 Ships. Um, he's just making shit up at this point. He's so like, those he's, those three. He's he's Lucy from Peanuts, right? She, he's he's and holding then, the football. He's like, trust me, Charlie Brown. I will hold it this time. You can do this. And then if we scroll all the way to the bottom, the second to last line is, "Yes, winds of winter. No, I have not forgotten. I was back with Tyrion this week." Why isn't he back every fucking day? It's you're an author writing books, right? Every fuck, what the hell? So, uh, Jesus. anyway, uh, George R. R. Martin is working on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, he is really looking forward to the Rings of Power. Um, and is that the Lord of the Rings show? Uh, yep. Okay. Um, yes. Really? I believe he's. I believe he's got. I believe he's worked on it. Well, that, I thought he worked on yeah, it. Yeah, when that game, oh, I that's the Elven just ring. That was him who wrote that. So, yep. I mean, that's. Just... I, by the way, I've I've play, I started playing it. Uh, I 100% see what you mean. I walked into a courtyard. Um, yep. There was an eight-legged um, crab, spider, um, griffin, fire-breathing <laughs> thing, and yep. I died. Yep. And I turned the game off and went, "All right, fuck it." <laughs> What I'm not in the mood for that. And the, it sets you up for failure so well by giving you, like, for the tutorial dungeon, like, one hit kills skeletons. And then it's oh, I like, didn't even get a tutorial dungeon. Oh, I mean, yeah. What I game well, is this? Maybe you don't know what I mean, but, like, the, the very beginning of the game, after you create a character, you walk through and it teaches you the different movements. There's the, the block, the parry, things like that. And it teaches you oh. by giving you skeletons to kill, and they all die with one hit. And then it's like, now here's an elevator to the real world. And the first thing you find is, yeah, a horrible monster that oh, murders okay, yeah. you in a second. Uh, so I just yeah. love how they build your confidence up to just tear it down immediately. <laughs> and the sad part is that was actually the second time I died sure. uh, fighting the monster. Because when you walk out of the, there's you, you like spawn in like a chapel of some sort. Uh, and when you walk out and you're looking around, there's like a door that you can't go through. And then there's fences. And then there's like this platform over a cliff. <laughs> And since there's nowhere else to go, clearly you jump off the platform down into the abyss. And yeah. no, that's not no. true. As you jump off, you see the staircase that you're supposed to have taken yes. instead. The game is so cruel. It's so mean. It's so bad. Anyway, I can't wait to spend all day today playing it. Yeah. That's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, anyway, um, does this wrap up the day? events i think so Jets. i think so i think it's game time all right uh, I, i'll thank you both for coming if the audience agrees or disagrees with any of our takes we'd love to hear from you it's contact at uh, otherwise thanks for joining me this week mike thanks for having me and dave it has been popping pew pew everybody bye pew pew